Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. Every two weeks, we post podcast versions of one of our free training videos, or you can access our videos now at beyondordinarywomen.org. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, I'm Kay Daigle, and I'd like to welcome you to the third video in our series on a meeting that works. And I'm with Claudia McGuire again, and we've enjoyed some conversations about the before of the meeting, the during the meeting, and now we're going to discuss what happens after the meeting, which sounds like the really easy part to the whole thing. In fact, it sounds like, is, is it even necessary to do anything after the meeting? But when I think that, I'm reminded of a committee I'm on for our homeowners association at the mm -hmm. present time. We're working on some possible amendments, changes to our bylaws, and- Important uh, things. It, it is, it's very important. We're meeting monthly. Mm -hmm. And normally after each meeting, we get a cheery email with a reminder of the next meeting date to put on our calendars and so forth from the, from the chair. And when we met a month ago, we never received that. Mm -hmm. it, she did not follow up with the meeting that time. So last week I got to the meeting and she did not show up. Oh. And so we began emailing her and she had totally forgotten about her own meeting. So I know did that even, leave? <laughs> no, we, we started without her and she arrived maybe 45 minutes late. But I do know that even for the leader, there are reasons to do things after the meeting. So how can a leader help herself after the meeting, what are some things the leader needs to do just to help her? Right. Um, one thing that I like to do, just it just helps me to kind of wrap it up, put like a bow on that meeting, is do a little self-assessment or a self-review. Okay, did I have the right people there? You know, were all the right people on the bus? Um, did I miss somebody? Could I have invited somebody else into this that, that would have been an asset to that group. So go through those questions that you asked at the before the meeting when you were actually planning it and kind of go through those and think, were we in the right setting or was it too loud or could we hear kids playing down the hall or was it distracting? Um, think through that, think through your setting, think through, did I listen or was I really controlling in that meeting and I kind of talked the whole thing, talked through the whole thing. Um, and the question of, okay, the right people, did I talk too much, were we in the right setting, did we accomplish what we wanted to accomplish, were people engaged in the meeting, just kind of go through the meeting in your head and think about what you might do differently next time or who you might invite next time, that kind of a thing. So do a self-review definitely and I think that will help you uh, as far as just wrapping up that meeting, feeling good about it or thinking about what you need to do differently the next time. Right, I, I assume as part of that you evaluate your agenda was, could I have made the agenda better to make the meeting go better? So there are all sorts right. of ways to probably grow in your skills as a meeting leader yes. by assessing yourself. Definitely, yeah. Just check out what you did wrong, what you did right, what could have been better, what could have been different. Yeah, how can I improve? That's a great thing to do. Or you could ask somebody from the meeting, what did you think about how, especially if you're learning, what did you think about that meeting? I want your honest feedback about 
Did I talk too much? Was I listening? Did I kind of discount anybody's feelings or ideas? What could we do differently? How would you have changed it? It's always good to get feedback from somebody that you trust that's going to tell you the truth. And that's always good. Absolutely. And so how does the person who chaired the meeting, the leader of the meeting, help those who are at the meeting afterwards? Do you, is it over at that point or is there something more to do? What I think is really important, just like you said, you did not get any follow-up after the last homeowners meeting. I think it's really important within one or two days, 24, 48 hours, to do an email follow-up. And in that email follow-up, you just give everybody highlights of the meeting. Here's the things we discussed. Here's the things we decided. Here are the job responsibilities that we came up with afterwards. Here's who's in charge of this and that. Here's the next three things we need to do, our, kind of our action plan. Thank them for coming, definitely. And um, I think that's really important that people realize that you're grateful that they were there. Another thing that sometimes happens after meetings, good and bad meetings and great meetings, is the meeting after the meeting. And what happens sometimes is somebody leaves a meeting a little upset or didn't really like the outcomes but didn't say anything about it, and they go and process with somebody else about what they didn't like and that person was way out of line and, you know, more of a gossip session instead of a healthy processing. If you go to a friend or a coworker or a ministry um, partner and you process through the meeting in a positive way. Like, here's some things that came up at the, in our meeting, and this is what I'm feeling about. Tell me what you think. What are your thoughts? You can do a positive way, or you can do very negative things that, that are just detrimental to a meeting and to a team, if you've got a team that's working on things. So in that email, I would also give them the opportunity to ask any questions. Have you thought about anything since this meeting that we might all need to talk about or that I could answer now that we've been through this? Maybe some things have come up. And there are people that are not comfortable asking questions that might be a little, um, you know, difficult to answer or might shed bad light on them they think they would. And that might give them that chance to just send an email back and say, yeah, you said this during that meeting. I didn't quite understand what you meant by that. Give them the opportunity so that they're not off talking to someone else and maybe undermining what your team or what you're trying to do. Or even just going over and over it in their own minds, even if they never talk to somebody else without approaching you with the clarifying question or the problem right. that had arisen. Because right. you I don't see. want that to happen no. either. You do not want that to happen, right. definitely. And then I would also, once you've gone through, hey, here's the highlights, just a review of that meeting with them and the outcomes and here's the expectation. Maybe there's a timeline or a deadline that also needs to be included in that email. And if you do have another follow-up meeting that needs to to be planned, go ahead and put that in your email to say within the next three weeks or six weeks, next month we'll be meeting again, I'll contact you with a date and time. And just let them know, yes, there's going to be a follow-up meeting, it's going to be a reporting meeting or we're going to be talking about what our next steps are, but go ahead and give them that heads up in that email. And that way they know that you've processed correctly, they can get back with you of, that's not the way I understood this, where did I, what did I not hear? And I think that just helps everybody know that, hey, we're on the same page here. We know where we're going. Instead of finding out later when everybody's supposed to have done something that they misunderstood yeah. what was going on, if you send them the clarifying email, the highlights, the steps, then they're going to know immediately 
wait a minute, there was a disconnect. Right. Instead of waiting until perhaps something is all the way finished before you discover that you're on two different pages. Right, too late. And also, I think after the meeting, like you said, it doesn't just end. The, fo the follow-up email helps, but also, can, that's your team, or those are the people you've counted on to be a productive part of that meeting. So don't be afraid to just follow up with an email or a phone call and say, hey, how's that going? Do you have any questions? You know, maybe it's two weeks later. Encourage them, support them, be there for them. A lot of people are just left hanging in the midst of some project or something that they're expected to do, researching or whatever. And I think it's just good to keep following up and letting people know, hey, I'm in this with you. How can I come alongside or how can I help answer questions? Absolutely. Does anything else come to mind for after the meeting that we need to consider to um, begin doing? Anything like that? I think um, one of the main things that I would say is just don't don't bore people with your meetings. As you've done your self-review, you've sent out your emails, maybe you've gotten some good feedback from the people that were in that meeting. Continue with your next meetings to implement these same things that we've talked about and think of other ways that you could keep those meetings fresh or inviting um, because some people do feel like they're being called to the principal's office whenever they're invited to a meeting. <laughs> And you don't you don't want that to happen. You don't want people to feel like, what jail? did I do wrong? Exactly. Are you going to jail? Right. And you need to get out of jail free card. But you know, you can always like I, I think we mentioned in one of the other videos about just invite an expert in for a few minutes. Sometimes that gives just a fresh energy to the group or a different perspective, or choose a different setting that will bring out a different creative aspect of, of uh, people's ideas or what they're thinking. But thinking about that setting, I think that's very important. And then even something like bringing in a healthy snack or custom coffee, just something that says, I care about you. Maybe it'll bolster the energy that's in the room, that kind of a thing. Um, and include some time to just really hear from people, how they're doing, and let them know that you care about them as well as what they're bringing to the meeting. So just continue to think about fresh ideas. You can Google a lot of good productive meeting ideas on Google and how to design a good meeting. There's lots of just articles and information out there that you can look at to, to help you with that. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Claudia. I feel like these three videos have been so helpful. I wish I had been able to watch these before I started leading myself because as I've led meetings, a lot of it was more trial and error um, and a lot of really just uh, trying to avoid some of the poor, really poor meetings that I had been forced to attend, go to jail on yes. in the past, trying to, to avoid the worst of those. But to begin thinking about positive, more fun things each time afterwards, how could it, this have been more fun? How could it have been more interactive? How could it have been, been better? I think are really, really great uh, suggestions. We don't ever really totally get it. We're always learning right. as leaders and it needs to be a continual assessment of whatever we're doing whether it's a meeting or some other aspect of our leadership right. so i appreciate Definitely. so much what you brought to this. oh you're welcome and i'd just like to encourage all of you that we do have other resources that we continue to build on our website other videos other blog 
um, entries. We have a list of resources for leaders that we continue working on and building. So even if you've looked at some of these in the past, you might be surprised to find new ones mm -hmm. at this point. And so we'd like to encourage you to do that. And once again, let me just invite you to contact us through the website. And Claudia, our I1, would be happy to talk to you about a meeting or any other aspect of your leadership. We'd like to know what those are. Where do you need help so that we can prepare other videos like this series to help you where you really need help? So we just look forward to hearing from you. We'd love to pray with you. And we just like to know that you're out there really in a lot of ways so uh, thank you for letting us be part of your leadership training and helping as one leader to the other as i said claudia and i have just done this a long time but we're still learning right. and we're just so thankful that you are interested enough to learn skills for your own leadership thanks for listening to the beyond ordinary women podcast you can find more podcasts and information about women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast was produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock, Kay Daigle, Kay Halligan, Deborah Herring, Sharifa Stevens, and John Sparks. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used by courtesy of Christine Miller.